Hello, all. Welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories. Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Hello, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hope Without Sight with your host, Sailor Cooper. And this is Tyler Evans. Oh, yes. Today is our last day in PBR in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. We've been doing lots of recordings, which has been great and wonderful. I've had a good time. I even caught a fish yesterday on a boat trip. And uh, today I'm going to just uh, do a few more recordings and I'll be getting a massage today at 1 o'clock, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, this is episode 17. Featuring Chris Mitchell. Now, Chris, I knew, I know you have quite an exhilarating story. I read your bio, and you said you're a Christian entrepreneur. I'm sure the good Lord has 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 guided you to get to where you are today after having challenges in life. So I'm going to let you share all that on the podcast today. So, yeah, welcome. Well, thank you very much for having me today and the opportunity to speak to your amazing audience, because I'm sure they're amazing people if they're listening to this podcast, because yes. only amazing people will listen to your podcast. I'm sure of that. Bet, my yes. name is my name is Chris Mitchell. I'm also kind of known as the it doesn't define me guy, because I've had a lot of things try to stop me from what I want to do in my life. And I've said no to them. I said, I'm not going to let anything stop me from achieving what I want to achieve in life. I was born with some birth defects. My mom was exposed to the German measles when I was when she was carrying me, and that resulted in the rubella syndrome, which is practically unheard of today. But it wasn't when I was born, so I'm almost as old as a dinosaur. I, at least I, that's what I like to tell people. Uh, so I was born with cataracts, which left my vision 2200 in my left eye, 2300 in my right eye. I don't have any depth perception. I cannot read under my right eye at all. But I'm not oh. like that stopped me from anything. That's right. You can attest to that, Tyler, right? Yep. Yeah. That's yes, a good indeed. attitude there. And I also was born with a constricted aorta, which means there's a little narrowing of one of the aortas that pumps blood through my body. And I never let that heart. stop me from, yeah, in the heart, yeah, near the heart, yeah. So I never let that stop me from doing whatever I wanted to do in my life either. And I had a severe speech impediment that was so bad I had to start speech therapy before I started preschool. And I didn't let that stop me. I had ADHD. It was oh. diagnosed in school, and I got expelled from two schools and two colleges in my life. But that has not stopped me from anything Even I wanted to do. Even two colleges? Oh, my yes. goodness. Yeah. Your ADHD must have been so severe. Like, were you, like, 
acting out hyper like what what was it <laughs> uh, well it was acting out a little bit in 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 kc12 but in college it was more being belligerent and stubborn and um <laughs> believing that the rules apply to everybody but me <laughs> oh. which is a great <laughs> yeah. way to to if you go much further than what i did which i the challenges you know, instructors in the, in the college, uh, you do that in the real world, you could be spending sometimes in a little six by eight room with bars on it with a roommate you may or may not want to know. <laughs> so but oh, luckily wow. I just stopped at um, being a jerk in college. And so you graduated college eventually, right? No, I did not. My uh, college, I, I, I spent more years in college than I did through K through 12. Uh, and, it's, just, and, but it's harder. It, but it was harder, and and you know, with the ADHD, it, it, I, I was doing okay, but it was really not my thing. And after I got expelled for the second time, I you said, see. "I'm done." <laughs> it's, I and, hear you. I hear you. It, it's not for everybody because no. you see, I um, <clears throat> I have a, some degree of ADHD myself. I mean, I would say it's probably not as severe as what you've had, but like, it's the typical stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'll have trouble concentrating and and just focusing on different tasks at hand and you know especially college was it's yeah it's a it's a it's a different ball game in high school and uh i i just found that i just found the courses too much just to sum up you know yeah and part of it was it's hard for me to take a course i have no interest in i don't care about 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 you know uh well in science, you know, like I don't, I don't care about biology. I mean, <laughs> when am I going to use that in my life? At right. that time, math, my, my, my career goal was my... radio broadcasting or computer science. Woo! Radio, that's that's us. That's yeah, us. I worked and, in radio. And, mm. and in fact, I want to use this time now, Chris. After I publish the episode, um, I'm going to send you some additional stuff, okay. Tyler. I like a, stuff. A, uh-huh. a, a test to this, please. Pagapalooza is get out an epic event, isn't it? Oh yes. You need to There's come a... to you need to come to Pagapalooza um in January. It's a big event where hundreds of podcasters get on Zoom and they interview each other. It is epic and you can even be a speaker. Ooh, I like speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> One of my and, favorite uh, things. Yeah. And and also, um, we've been talking to someone working with us. Her name is Michelle. And we're going to hopefully start creating a Patreon account. And maybe uh, people in the future can can uh, contribute, you know, to our Support the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Contribute uh, monetarily to be on the podcast. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes, like, it does. They, yeah, they can contribute like ten bucks or, or whatever, whatever they whatever they can give. Not, and yeah, and, and of course we have an internet radio station that's on the air twenty four seven. Yeah, it plays all sorts of music, pop and country. It's, it's great. And uh, so yeah, when I know Tyler, you and I we're gonna meet with Michelle again this afternoon, right? And then uh, we're gonna mm-hmm. meet with Scott Irwin tomorrow, right? Yeah, he and another guy named Kevin, um, they were the ones who actually helped start up the business with funds. So, yeah. yeah. So, just be in prayer for that, folks, uh, if you're listening. 
just pray for success. That's exactly. And uh, yeah. yeah. So um, I just had a um, quick so question for you, Chris. So sure. let's go. Let's get. Let's go deeper into your story. So um, yeah, you, uh, Tyler, you can ask that question before we go yeah, deeper. Um, That's right. Yeah. So did you ever feel that you couldn't go on in life? No. Uh, no. No. No, okay. I never have. I know that sounds arrogant and cocky to some people because a lot do struggle with that. I I have not because, you know, I've been a fighter since I was uh, born. I was not supposed to ever run, walk, or even talk. And I fought through all of that. So uh, wow. with Rebella syndrome, the, in some cases, it does lead to mental retardation. And I was very mm-hmm. fortunate. It did not in my case. But no, I've never felt like I could not go on. I mean, I just look at everything as not as an obstacle, yeah. but a challenge to overcome. And knowing that when I overcome that challenge, I'm going to be a stronger person for it. So I don't see obstacles. I see challenges to take on. Exactly. Well, you know. I've had my set of challenges because me and Sailor were both born premature. We were both mm-hmm. born blind. That's right. We were both we were both born three months premature, and we're not supposed to be here. Or at least I'm not. Because when I was a baby, my lungs collapsed. Mine did too. Yep. And I think my brothers did too. But I think he was fortunate enough to have enough oxygen to where the retina attached itself. Right. Because his eyes reversed as a baby were. And also, Sailor's twin sister, her eyes reversed as a baby as well. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. We've And there were times in life where I kind of felt like giving up a little, like on a task. But I never felt like giving up on life. Right. right. Yeah. But in the end, I was successful in the task, yeah. even... Maybe not fully 100% successful because whenever I was in uh, high school, I tried out for All-State Choir three times and I never made it. But I came very, very close my senior year of making All-State. So, yeah, I view that as a success. So, yeah. Because you never know what you can do until you try. Exactly. The key is continuing to always thrive for success and you're going to have failure and that's part of success but part of success is you keep going even when you fail very true the true the true true failure in life is not trying anymore that's when you really exactly yeah sorry y'all um i'm having to plug i I realized the computer was unplugged and i'm looking for plug to plug in so this battery won't die You know, it just amazes me how there are so many people in life who think they can't do something when, in fact, they they can. Any? Okay, so Tyler, you said you were you were born premature. Your your lungs were collapsed, and your brother's eyes reversed, right? Yes, indeed. You know, I was just going to say, um, a lot of people in life think they can't do something, and so they just give up. But the true success, what separates true success from true failure is a willingness to try or not. Yes, so it does. If you, if you go through life trying and you have a mindset of I can do this, even if you fail, you're still successful. Even if you don't achieve exactly what you wanted. As long as you've given it your all, you know. Exactly. 
But if yeah. you give up and stop trying, you will truly fail. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because even my, the, my, my mom once told me that in college, you know, before I went is, you know, if as long as you know you give it all, you're 100% and you're fine, you know. And um, I mean, I won't go into the details, but I had a lot of anxiety in college too because I was going through some, you know, personal family stuff within my immediate family. And I know, Tyler, you were kind of too, right? A little. But, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But, but I didn't let that stop me from getting my degree. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to ask Chris um you i heard uh from sailor that you you suffered from a stroke is that right yes Yes. to lay people it's a stroke to the medical community it's an incomplete spinal cord injury yes let's go further into that tell us about that all right well i as i mentioned when i was born i had a constricted aorta and um, as an adult, I had to have surgery to um, correct the constricted aorta. They were going to do an ascending to descending aortic bypass. And during that surgery, something went wrong. We don't know what. They're not going to tell me because the hospital does not want to get sued. I survived an ischemic stroke to my spinal cord. And that robbed me of my ability to run, walk, or even stand without any assistance. And at the time, I was engaged when it happened. And it really rocked my world because I was going to get married in about 10 months, and this was not the happily ever after. Neither my fiancé or myself had envisioned uh, this happening, so it, it it changed everything for me. Wow. wow. And so, I see, this happened, like, during your adult life. Yes. Yeah. The extremely stroke to my spinal cord happened in my 30s, yes. In your 30s. And you're in your, how old are you now? You're in your well, depending on when this drops, because my birthday's not that far away, I'm 56 on the day we're taping this. 56, yeah, it's, it's going to drop in about four weeks, so. Four weeks. Okay, well, my birthday's actually in four weeks, so. <laughs> oh, so maybe it could be a good birthday present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, December 17th, if, if, if anyone wants to send me gifts. My favorite color is green, and my favorite shape is rectangle, and I love pictures of presidents on them, so. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. I like cash. So yeah, yeah. Well, speak, speaking of stroke, speaking of stroke, Woodrow Wilson had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. I think it was right before he left, and uh, you know, I didn't like him. I didn't like Roosevelt. I didn't like you know, you know. But anyway. <laughs> so, so even though you had a spinal cord injury, yes. What? Because it says that in your bio, what did what did not allow you to stop and only just keep going? So, like, what happened during the spinal cord injury? Like, was your was your was your speech altered again, or uh, what? No, not really. There was a little bit of slurring and uh, trouble finding the right word when I wanted to talk for a while. But that's pretty much in my past. But it did put me in a wheelchair, and I had to be in a rehabilitation hospital for about a month before I came home and then I did outpatient um, therapy. But what really motivated me was when I came home and I started seeing the people who knew me before my stroke, my, my spinal cord injury, they would have a look and a tone in the voice of like shock and pity. And I hated that. So I decided one day I was sitting next to my wheelchair and I pointed at it and I said, it 
doesn't define me. And that meant that wheelchair is not going to define who I am or who I can be. So I made it my mission. At that time, I was selling on eBay and, and, and very active in the eBay community. I wanted people to mention that I'm a successful seller on eBay. I, I, I do A, B, C, D, E, whatever else I'm doing. I was engaged. I eventually got married to the, to the um, woman who I was engaged with during the stroke. And then the last thing they mentioned, oh, and by the way, he's disabled or he's in a wheelchair, if they even mentioned that at all. So that was my motivation to change my own internal narrative on uh, having a spinal cord injury and changing others' perception of what somebody can do who is physically disabled. So I made that my mission and, and my journey that I went through is in my self-published book, It Doesn't Define Me, How I Rebuilt My Life After Surviving an Ischemic Stroke to My Spinal Cord. And it's available on Amazon and Kindle and paperback. Wow. Awesome. So, so and what's the book called again? It's, uh, it Doesn't Define Me. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's in your bio. And is it yeah. available? Well, your listeners can't read that, so anyway, it's good to ask. Is it available on Audible or, or just Amazon, just text? Uh, it, it's available in printed format and in Kindle, but it's not on Audible at this point. And it's also available from my website. And if you order it through my website, I do personally autograph them, so... Oh, uh, the awesome. paperback. I don't autograph Kindles because people get really upset when you take a Sharpie and write on the Kindle screen, so I don't yeah. do that. And so you went through rehabilitation, you recovered, yes. you got married. Uh, what did life have in store after that? Uh, it's been a wonderful 20 years of marriage with my wife, 19, 19 and a half. It'll be 20 next year. So I like rounding up. It's a good thing. <laughs> so it's been uh, wonderful. Uh, I went on uh, with my uh, working on eBay. I was featured in a entrepreneur magazine, special edition about eBay sellers. I went and taught a very successful eBay course at the same college who had expelled me. So that was <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> that was that was amazing. They expired, expelled me. I taught a successful class that um, was one of their more popular courses in the community education or continuing education department, depending on how you what you call it where you live. And I left eBay. I started writing a book which had been published. I mentioned that a moment ago. And I've started my own business called Hashtag Define Yourself for I want to empower others who are disabled to create successful lives that they love living. I have a podcast of my own. So I I do a lot out there and I, I do a lot of virtual speaking and presenting to empower not only the disabled community, everyone, because a disability is a challenge. And every one of us, whether we're disabled or not, has challenges in our lives. And those challenges as a choice, we can e they can either define who we are or we can overcome that challenge and define ourselves. And it's best if we do it ourselves and don't let anyone or anything define who you are. That's up to you. Yeah, that's so good. So, wow, you're, right. you're an entrepreneur with e eBay. Wow. And yes. you, and um, then tell me, how's, how's marriage been? One, is your wife uh, disabled herself or no? No, 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 not until recently. And She's been diagnosed for stage four breast cancer so that does fall uh -oh. under some of the ada umbrellas but um and she's doing fine she's responding well at this point to her medication but she was diagnosed with that um april of 2021 and uh up until that point 
I mean, we, we have a good marriage and all, and, and she would take care of me and help me with a lot of my issues. Uh, I am now taking care of her. I learned how to cook. I'm a pretty yeah. good cook now. We haven't burnt down the house, so that's a good that's thing. That's good. And we know when dinner. We no longer know when dinner is ready by the smoke detector going off. That used to be the sign that food was ready. So uh, I've gotten better at <laughs> cooking. I accompany her to every single doctor appointment that she has and every single test or procedure that she goes through. I'm right there by her side. That's one of the benefits I have um, being self-employed. I can set my own hours. That's right. Self-employment. You can work for yourself because that's what we're hoping to do. And Tyler, mm -hmm. tell Chris about your family struggles with cancer. In fact, yesterday was a very special day for you. So you have a floor, sir. Yeah. Two years ago yesterday, my mom passed away from breast cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. She had a long, long battle. She ended up getting pneumonia mm -hmm. toward the end of her life. Of course, she had pneumonia before that, too, earlier in the year of 2020. And she overcame it for a little bit. And then it came, I guess, the cancer just spread to the point where it, uh, you know, dried up her blood, caused, you know, sepsis, you know, septic shock. Right. Because her blood pressure was way low and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is in 2016, she was diagnosed with stage three. Yeah, uh, It went into remission. It came back in three different places again in yeah. 2018, 2019. And then she beat that and then it came back in her brain in 2020. And then she beat that and then, you know, she finally succumbed to it. And yeah. I think that it was just due to, you know, a lot of chemo that just damaged her immune system to the point where it couldn't fight the pneumonia anymore. Yeah, and I think all, I think that cancer, I think cancer may have also played a role too. Yeah. But she told us that she didn't want us grieving like she did when her mom died of lung cancer, because whenever her mom died, it, she was just a total wreck. Right. She actually got pneumonia because of it. Like she grieved so much that she had pneumonia in the 90s. This was in 1997. And what's interesting, we celebrated her funeral exactly 23 years after her mom died. Wow. It happened to be that exact date 23 years later. So, wow. yeah. And, and me and him, me and him, we are going to do a special show about her again. And soon. your favorite and your mom's favorite song is what? Alone by Holland, right? Yes, indeed. So, That's the song. I know you mentioned also, Chris, that you're, you're a true Christian. Yes. Uh, can you attest your God has helped you uh, in your walk of life, right? My favorite Bible verse uh, is, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians, I want to say 4.13, maybe yeah. 4.12. But um, I always yeah. get that mixed up because you reverse 4.13, that 3.14, that's the St. Louis area code where I'm from. That's why I do that. <laughs> so, uh, mm -hmm. And and I, I believe that that's my favorite verse. And my other one is, um, I don't know where it is in the Bible off the top of my head, but I heard it from a um, Christian gospel a singer and comedian, Mark Lowry, it came to pass. And that's true. Nothing in our life comes to stay and we should enjoy it. He was doing a, a stand-up uh, routine with sharing with the audience. Uh, if, you, if you're young, 18-year-olds, and you're jocks, you got muscles everywhere, including your ears, enjoy them. They will pass. And if you're old and you have arthritis, enjoy it. That arthritis will pass 
or you will pass because nothing is here to stay. And those things that I know about and I believe in, I'm enjoying my 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 limited mobility because it's going to pass. I'm going to be able to be in a place where I don't have that issue. Am I in a hurry to get there? No. no. And <laughs> so don't same... worry about a suicide watch on me. But, you know, I know it's coming. And it's the same for us, Tyler, right? I mean, no, we're happy. We're fine if we don't see, but we know it's temporary, right? Exactly. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. One day, blindness will no longer exist in heaven. Yep. It'll be amazing. You know, I really, really liked the band Creed. Um, I like the song, Can You Take Me Higher? Um with arms wide open that's another good one those are the top two songs that really stood out to me and then six feet from the edge you know what i mean all these songs from creed yeah. um i don't know if you were a fan of creed but i certainly was i am yeah uh, yeah i love creed yeah and i loved in sync i loved you know i mean obviously in sync's not a christian band but yeah <laughs> well, but love, creed was yeah i love and, 80s music and i love um uh, Weird Al Yankovic, I'm a big fan. Oh, of oh he's so good. <laughs> oh, but oh, my, one, one of my favorite artists in in the Christian um, genre is uh, Matthew West. Oh, he's good. Big fan of his. You know, day one, which is true. Every day is day one of the rest of your life, and you can make a change at that yeah. point and do something. I mean, I, I love the message in that song, the one that he put in there. And I also like the fact that if you have a disability or challenge, don't just sit there and complain about it. Do something about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You go. That's the way yeah. to do it. Don't just, don't that just talk. Then, this is okay. now, I think he did that as well. Yeah, don't, don't, don't just talk, act, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, our last, I mean, I know this is political, but our last president would always say, they're no talk, they're yeah. all talk, no action. Donald Trump. You know, I love, I love how he says it. Like he's and, they're um, all talk, no action. Yeah. And um I know I don't know about you, Chris. Uh, we won't get too deep into this because it's not if there's not what the podcast is for, but I'm excited for him to run again in 2020. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I want him. You know, you know, as as odd as it may seem, I truly believe that God has called him into the arena of service. And yes, he's bam bamboostic or whatever you want to call that. He's very just seems arrogant. He seems braggadocious a lot. But you know what? That's okay. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't. I mean, as long as they're upholding our laws, constitution, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. And as long as they, they don't necessarily have to be a Christian, but as long as they uphold the, the Christian ethic, the, what we were founded on, great. Exactly. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. Obviously, I'm going to agree to disagree on stuff, but yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So um so you're still in a wheelchair today, right? Or, no, you know? I can walk around using a rollator. So like a cane I, kind of. No, no. A rollator is a walker with four wheels. Oh, it's a walk. Oh, I see. It's a yeah. Wing. Yeah. Because a walker is one that has two wheels in the front and has this, like, you know, 
and most people put a tennis ball in the uh, back two poles, but a rollator is technically a walker with four wheels. And I taught myself how to do that. When my insurance company said, you're not progressing anymore in physical therapy, I said, you guys want to give up on me. That's that's your choice. I'm not giving up on myself. And uh, I, I think it was like five, six, seven years after I, my last PT session, outpatient, I was at a Target store and I wanted to ride those cool scooters they have in the store. So we pulled into the parking lot and there's no sense of my wife unloading my wheelchair, me getting in it, going to the store. She takes the wheelchair back. We shop and then she brings it back for me and we go back to the car. So I asked her, bring over that Target cart. She brought it over and I grabbed the front of it and it was not a pretty sight and it was hard, but I pushed that cart in and got on a scooter. And because I did that, I kept doing that and I taught myself how to use a walker. Now I'm using a rollator to get around. And in certain distances in my house, it's, it's um, designed where I just, you know, grab under the wall and I swing around the house like Tarzan, but sometimes it looks like George of the Jungle. Wow. And you and I mean, your wife has really cared for you, yes, she even has. though you've had challenges. Now, where did y'all meet? Because that gives us hope for us. You know, we haven't found anybody yet. And oh, that's a great story. You're gonna love gonna, this one. We're not. We're afraid we're just not gonna care. You know, be, they just that don't. is uh, that was my my concern when I was dating. When I was dating, I had a white cane because of my vision. I, mean, I probably should have one now, but they don't make a white cane attachment for a rollator, so <laughs> I do my best. Yes. So. I, and I was afraid with this white cane and my disability, I, I, girls are not going to be interested in me. And, and 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 it was discouraging, but I wanted to have a marriage. I wanted to have, have a spouse to spend my life with. And I did get a lot of rejections and they did hurt. But my wife, her name is Kimberly, did not care about my, my visual disability. Um, she stood beside me. And the key thing is this. I did not know it at the time. We started dating in 2000. And we got engaged in 2002 and I had my stroke that year. I believe because of that cane, God put it in my life, the right woman who would be by me when I had my ischemic stroke to my spinal cord. Because unfortunately, a lot of relationships, whether you're dating, engaged or married, if something tragic happens to one of the people like me, you know, I lost yeah. the ability to run, walk, or even stand. I had to have help getting dressed, feeding myself for a while. Uh, the other person said, you know what? This is what I signed up for. I'm out of here. I never had that fear because that white came, put into my life, the woman that's going to be strong enough to be with me through thick and thin. And and it's wow. uh, been true. So don't be afraid of your disability. Yes, it's going to no. turn away some people. But those are the people you do not want or need in your life. It's going to help you find the person that you need in your life that God wants you to have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. And yeah, Kimberly has been there by your side. Now, you're, of course, you're visually impaired. Do you use JAWS or NVDA or any of those programs? No. No, and I probably I probably should. I do use uh, screen enlargers on the computer screen now. But when I was a kid, and this was way before ADA, we had the old rotary dial phones. That tells you it's way before ADA. <laughs> so for those that are not familiar, it's a big black item that you put your finger in a hole and you dial the numbers on it. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's um, it, it, You can find them in um, museums or antiques. So just Google the firm, form uh, rotary, uh, the phrase rotary dial phone, you see one. And the numbers on them are kind of small. So my parents got me this cardboard layout, cutout that went around it and put big numbers in the phone. I, I was like in second grade, third grade, maybe first. And I took that layout 
overlay off and threw it, threw it away. And my parents said, why did you do that? And I said, the world is not going to adapt to me. I must adapt to it. So that's yeah. one of the things I've done my entire life. Yes, I probably could be using draws. It probably would help me some. But I like to do it as much as I can for as long as I can. As long as I'm blessed with a site that I can use, I'm going to use it. But I know that there's alternatives out there. And I'm glad that they are because there are people who generally benefit from it. And I think it's great. And we need more of that. And we need prices of those to come down so everyone can afford that. It should be standard. Oh. On computers, by the way. I yeah, think. and that, that's my own yeah. opinion. Well, here's the thing: there is a built-in Windows. There is a built-in screen reader for Windows called Narrator, which is right, helped. and it has improved vastly. It has improved better, like bef like improved more. Before, mm -hmm. whenever I used Narrator, it really was not user-friendly at first. Mm -hmm. But as Windows updated and stuff, it was user-friendly. And mm -hmm. also, every single modern iPhone that we have now has voiceover built into it, which is a screen reader built into the phone. And so do Macs. So basically Windows computers already have a screen reader attached, built into them. Mm -hmm. And so do Macs and so do phones. Even the Androids are getting better. So yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really amazing how technology out of the box is already accessible to a point especially the iPhone. I am impressed at what oh, Apple has done. And I am just amazed. I see what, what you told me about your parents, how they like dealt with you like growing up as far as using technology. My parents like did very similar, like because I do have a little bit of vision. Um they didn't have me read Braille as much as I should have and instead they like had me focus more reading print. And uh because I can read print if it's large, but at the same time, it's just not efficient with the vision I have uh, because my eyes just get, you know, too tired. So um, I, I wish I should have, I wish I would have used Braille more younger and Jaws, but I mean, I do now, which is awesome. But, um, you know, there's also a screen reader out there called NVDA and Tyler. I can't really joke about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like to joke about that. But I'm actually I really, using it now. I'm actually quite impressed with NVDA. In, in, in my opinion, it's better than JAWS because JAWS had a tendency to freeze the computer a lot. Whereas NVDA, you don't have that problem. And I think it's due to the software um what do you call that the, the soft the software load onto the on to it onto the computer itself that's causing it to freeze yeah yeah so um yeah but yeah that's that so uh um yeah chris where do you live now i live in missouri southwest missouri? corner like Joplin, a, Missouri, um, near Oklahoma. Joplin? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Camp Barnabas. It's a Christian camp. It's, no, it's, it's it's in the, it's in the neck of your world of your uh, woods. Um, I went there when I was 17, 18. I volunteered uh -huh. there. It's a Christian camp for people with disabilities, and uh, they 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 never say no. It's hard for them to say no. They'll they'll take anybody who has a special a disability special needs right. they all sorts of different terms and they they teach the word of god it's just wonderful it's great have yeah. you been there before sailor 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. When I was six, seven, you... 17, 18, I went to. Oh, that's really awesome. How did yeah. you hear about that or whatever? Through your church? No, on a TV show called, called Extreme Makeover. They, we, mm, they, I think they, I've heard of that show. Yeah, they, they actually re, redid the entire campsite there, and it's awesome. It's great. But yeah, I live in a, I live in Houston, Texas. But of course, I've been in Puerto Vallarta at this podcast camp. It's been awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I go home tomorrow in time for Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving, seeing my, my aunt, my grandma, who, by the way, um, she had cancer twice. But it was like real small. It wasn't like super bad or anything. She recently had lung cancer cut out of her, but it was so small. They were they all they had to do is just cut it out. And then she underwent some chemo. And I think she's going to have that uh, for a few sessions and then she should be done. Wow. But they want to make sure that the cancer doesn't come back or doesn't grow again. That's why they're doing it. Wow, and uh, so I'll I'll get to see her Thursday. It's good, but um, but uh, so um, I know uh, yeah, at Tyler, you and I, we have a another podcast coming up in twenty minutes, so we'll be kind of short on time. We have to uh, wrap things up, especially after the inconvenience for the power outlets. I mean, <laughs> why would someone move that plug in the studio? Come on, it's inconvenient, you know. That's <laughs> okay. It's okay. You know, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we're, but, we're back. We're back. We're, but we're good. <laughs> My computer's charging. It's not going to die, which is good. Um, but uh, so before we wrap up, uh, Chris, do you have anything else to share? If not, we'll we'll move to wrap up. So it's all you. Uh, let's see. Anything else I like to share? Uh, Christmas is coming. <laughs> don't forget to do Christmas shopping. <laughs> but uh, most importantly, when Christmas is here, don't forget the real reason for the season is not to max out your credit cards. Just it, think about that. To celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. See, right. my birthday's eight days before that. So I'm the opening act. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way. December be- 17th. So I'm the opening act. I'm the warm up act before the big day. Yeah, you'll be 56, right? Yeah. No, I'll be 57. 57. I'm 56 57. now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So I can be a bottle of ketchup. Yeah. Heinz 57. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, awesome. And well, so if nothing else, before we close out, the customary ending I like to, um, um, I like to ask is, what advice would you get? No, Tyler. I've said it. You 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 ask it now. I've said it lately. Now you ask. Okay. It. So, what advice would you give to someone who just doesn't seem like there's hope at all? Like they just want to give up. Well, first of all, don't give up. Uh, there's always a way out. There's always a way or something you can do about your situation. You may have to face some harsh realities and take some responsibility for your lot in life because a lot of people when they're in a difficult situation may want to blame others and there may be some blame in others but there's also some that can be in your own for example my ischemic stroke to my spinal cord i believe it had to do with something with the anesthesiologist we got the medical reports back and there were some things that were kind of questionable in it now i could sit here and blame him and but how would that help me it won't 
because it's going to distract me away from where I want to be. And I have to ask myself this. The day before the surgery, I did get to meet the anesthesiologist. And he was very condescending and rude. And I had a bad oh. feeling about him. And I should have, what would have happened if I would have called my surgeon and said, I don't like this guy. I want a different anesthesiologist. So I accept that responsibility that maybe I could have done something to prevent this. Yeah. Uh, but not blame anyone. But more importantly, I also remember that there's a reason for everything happening in our life. God gives his toughest challenges to the people he knows who can handle it with him by his side, with it, by him with, by their side. It's a tongue twister. Trust me. It is. Yeah. I just proved that. So there's a reason for it to happen. And if he brought you to it, he can bring you through it. So, you know, don't give up hope. God is going to be there with you. Just reach out yes. to him. Uh, he's not the phone book as a direct dial by, uh, through prayers. Uh, no hey. app required. No, no, yeah. No worry about the battery in your cell phone dying or on your laptop dying, which we've had happen here today. So, yeah, uh, yeah just reach out and, and talk yeah. to him. He, he's, there, he's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's no operator standing by. You don't have to go through a security system or, you know, his people. You get direct connection to him through Christ. So reach exactly. out Exactly. So real quick. So you said the anesthesia I guess since the anesthesiologist, since you right. blame him, was it the anesthesia itself that caused your spinal cord or injury? No, I, I, I'm not going to say what caused it because I don't know for sure. Um, but you I know. do believe that there was some medicine given to me when my blood pressure dropped a little bit that may have spiked it up and sent um, something into my spine to cause the problem. I'm not a doctor. I do All not right. want to make accusations, but I just feel at looking at that record i think other things may have contributed to it too because when i go through the record my birthday and age changed a couple of times during the surgery and where i lived at the time there is another person who had my name that also has cardiac issues i accidentally ran into him in a um an uh, uh, outpatient uh, procedure for people who had cardiac issues I and mean, that is spooky and, and I wonder if the records got crossed I don't know for sure but the point is I was uneasy with the anesthesiologist and maybe he he was not the best he was cocky he was arrogant yeah. he was condescending and what would have happened if I would have called and said I don't like this guy let's get a different anesthesiologist maybe I didn't have my stroke but because I had my but stroke my, my I'm able to be on podcasts like this and reach people and right. empower others. So it's been a blessing. There's and there's no blessings. And there's no need to go back. You know, you can't change can't the back. past. Only only go only look to the future, you know? You can't change the past. You can only hope to influence the future for the better. Yeah. It's, it's, now, even, though, I, even though you can't even though you can't change the past, you can learn from it. That's right. Yes. That's right. All right. All, All right. right. Well it was and, good having you here today. Yeah. Thank it, you for having me. It was all and, you are and, very so, welcome. So yeah, um I'll let you know when the episode drops. Also, I want to, not only just to Pagapalooza, I know this Thursday's Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know uh, if, I'm sure you're going to be busy, but if you can't this Thursday, it's fine. But every Thursday, Kimberly Crow, she is one of my best friends now. She is here with me on this trip. Um, she hosts what's called Speaker's Playhouse. Hashtag the best 90 minutes of your life where you can get on Zoom and speak and tell people about your talk title. Woo-hoo! It's great. Sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, um, yeah, Chris, it was, it was a pleasure having you on the show. 
But thank you for having me. And people can connect with me at my website, thechrismitchell.com, T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.com. And I bet these wonderful people, if I ask them real nicely, will put that in the show notes. Won't you guys? Uh, show you definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know awesome. what we can do? What? We know what we can do. We can we can put it in. We can put put the link in there in in the yes, in the show, yes. like either on our uh, Real Variety Radio page or or this one or both. That's right. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Also, thanks for giving you contact information, and of course, I, I do have the headshots and all that, so it's awesome. Man. It's all awesome. good. But yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Give it up for Chris Mitchell, everybody, on Help it's Without been, Sight. It, it, it's been an honor to be here today. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Help Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms and tell your friends and family to do the same. And in the meantime, blessings to all.